To be obsessed with an unavailable man is to be permanently safe from receiving an available man's love. It is the ghostly lover who keeps us mesmerized with the fantasy of perfection at the cost of reality. God damn it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Sparrow. And I'm Molly DeMillier. And we've got another great episode for you this week. We're going back to the great book, Getting to I Do. I think this book is really how this podcast got started. Yeah, it was the rules in this one were our original two that we were like, we hate the rules. We like getting to I do. (laughs) Even though the title is awful yeah and it is engagement season folks <laughs> oh my god i have already seen so many rings with like a christmas tree in the back <laughs> yeah well especially like i mean if you don't know after a pandemic i think it's a no yeah that's true i hate to tell you girls out there waiting like if you didn't get a move in if you didn't yeah. get a ring i'm like it might not happen or at least a conversation because it's like okay people probably just don't have money right now yes you know like i get it reasonable but, like if you're not talking about your relationship progressing you should probably get out yeah. that's a hot take not a good sign <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dump him. <laughs> yeah if they're using covid as an excuse i'm just like guess we don't have to meet families for three more years i'd be like excuse me <laughs> excuse me <laughs> yeah if they're not even willing to plan for after the vaccine right yeah maybe not a great sign yeah but um i don't know as always uh guys if you're new here if you're not new here if you just haven't left us a review drop a review for the pod mm-hmm. we're almost at 400 we're gonna do another giveaway when we hit 400 yeah um but you can do it right from your phone on apple Podcasts. leave your girls a review and uh we are 20 people away from doing an extra patreon every week yeah and we gotta we gotta start dropping weekly yeah, there's the so much to talk about patreon is a spicy folks mm-hmm. um i dated ex benedict's friend for a minute um <laughs> we've had other drama happen uh but yeah join the patreon at patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot if you want those deets it's growing I don't yeah know. man i'm like hop on board yeah we had like a flurry of people so welcome to the new uh yeah. the new listeners welcome our new members too yeah shout out to y'all yeah but um all right so in uh theme of this episode getting to i do all about masculine feminine energy you are now in a relationship yeah how have you felt the masculine feminine energy has either balanced has it shifted what do you feel of like beginning to what is it three months yeah it's right about three months three months okay mm-hmm. how, how do you feel how, what's the masculine feminine energy like well from the very beginning what i have thought was interesting is I had always thought that I was the masculine energy, mm-hmm. um, but he definitely is. Um, from the beginning, like he was the one taking the initiative, planning everything, um, and just like hardcore, very masculine energy, which was a little bit uncomfortable for me. Really? Yeah, I was. You didn't like it. It's not that I didn't like it because I really liked everything that he was doing like it was very flattering um and just he's so so thoughtful like when he was planning when you know we could really like go out and do outdoor dining he was you know sending me a couple of menus and you know what do you like and they were 
all just like so thoughtful and just always remembering the the things that I said that I liked and all of that stuff so I was very like flatter I'm like oh my god a man who listens I was like what is this um listening is it a masculine quality or feminine quality <laughs> that part's up for debate <laughs> well no more of just like the really taking initiative yeah um but it was so um just like rooted in things that I had said that I liked okay um so that I was like yeah I really enjoyed it but at the same time I was like is this really me is this how I am in relationships is that so I kind of had this like internal conflict happening um but now that we've gotten a little bit more in I do feel it's starting to shift a little bit but it's interesting because I mean the world is crumbled right yeah you know like there's nothing really to plan so it's almost like this assumption that we're going to be hanging out on the weekends and it's not like I'm going like out with friends or anything like that because when there was that period when we were doing that Mm -hmm. I would you know invite him to hang out you know or to tag along if he could he he does work a lot on the weekends um so I was starting to feel it there and I remember telling you I was like are we just at the point where I we assume that we hang out on the weekends yes I remember that like he was mad you didn't officially say like come over when you're done there was something of he was like I'm working and you went okay I'm not gonna bother you then Oh, yeah. And then he said something of like, oh, you're watching this movie, no invite. And you're like, you said you were working. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to be naggy girlfriend. Yeah, there was one night that he was like, where are you? Like, why aren't you here? Yes. And it was like midnight. And I was like, what? Like, come on, dude. Um, and he was like, yeah, well, you can just like come over anytime. And I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> like, but I've been that girl like there by yourself waiting for them yeah and that doesn't feel good right so you're like I, I now i feel like i'm in the way exactly you know it well and especially like we've had a few bits in the last like, couple weeks um where we we've had that and i've just been kind of hanging out but his roommates have been gone it, so it is also a situation of like in yeah. new york style living everyone has roommates and it's like you don't want to be in like a group of people's space, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, let me put on Bravo while your roommates are home. Exactly. Like, y'all like housewives? <laughs> yeah. You want to join in? This is Ramona. <laughs> She's crazy. This is Luann. Also crazy. You'll catch on. It's not complicated. <laughs> and can you imagine if they were just like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we have a housewives pool. I'd be like, okay, that was a little too much. They're like, who's this bitch who's trying yeah. to give us the rundown? I would feel pressure of like, I'll turn on the TV, but whatever channel it's on, it's days yeah i'm not changing it like, a lot of espn right yeah, yeah. like oh let's watch this highlight real eight times <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like jesus i've never really watched it's espn but i'm i mean dating any dude that watches it and it's just on i'm like do we need to see the top 10 plays again did we forget like, this is also on youtube now i hope everybody knows like <laughs> it's also all over instagram the better one is the not top 10 yes that's the way better one that's way better (laughs) anyway but um yeah i don't know so in the beginning you felt like he was the pursuer which let's be honest anybody pursuing you very attractive Mm -hmm. especially being pursuers ourselves it's kind of nice when it flips yeah yeah like oh what's this this is new yeah it it was a little bit strange though just kind of feeling like losing that sense of control okay um but yeah, like it was, it was nice. And I never felt like I wasn't going to hear from him either, which I think is a very big key and actually more of a reason why 
in doing all this research and now kind of having this period of like self-reflection of you know like having something Mm -hmm. actually go well I think that I would take over more of this masculine like pursuer role because I was afraid that if I didn't the person wouldn't contact me yeah you know yeah Yeah. it's like the follow-up before the date exactly like if I don't send this follow-up probably never gonna hear from them again or go on this date right which uh, let me tell you from personal experience via online dating probably true mm-hmm. you know um but how have you felt it's shifted do you feel like it's kind of the same i feel like it's very balanced okay you know that's what uh, the book says will happen yeah um like i'm not over here counting of like oh you know did i actually initiate the hangout this weekend or like on friday night or did he yeah. you know like i'm I'm just not really keeping score on that anymore. Um, and I really don't think I ever did. He, I mean, he was, you know, lead, winning <laughs> the whole time. So I'm like, oh, shoot, like, what more can I do? Okay. Um, yeah. And I feel like now it's just kind of this assumption that we're going to hang out if we can. Yeah. And, like, uh, whoever wants to, like, make the plan can. Um, but he's really cute and he's able to surprise me with some stuff because we can't really go out on dates. So it was actually really funny. It was when a couple weekends ago, it was a Saturday night. I was going over there and um, and it was kind of like a weird time of day that we started planning like what we're going to do that night. We're just going to hang out at his place. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was like, are you are you hungry? Because I was going to go over there around like eight or something, which is kind of a strange time. Right. Yeah. How close to eight are we fucking? Yeah. That'd be my question. (laughs) It's like. (laughs) I mean, you trying to hook up right when we get there, like before food or like if we really eat, I'm going to need two hours, <laughs> like, you know? Well, it was also like I had eaten like a pretty big lunch and it was right after Thanksgiving too. Uh, so I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like I kind of, I was like, I'm not super hungry. Like you do your thing. And cause he also, he also asked me at like six or something. So okay. I was like, oh, there's plenty of time. Like we don't have to, you know, order, like you can do your thing. And then he was like. I think it was like an hour later he replied and he was like, yeah, I don't believe you. Like I got you food too. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. nice man. but then I get there and he had done this whole like surprise date night because we mm-hmm. like can't go actually like out to eat. Yeah. And he had been traveling for Thanksgiving. So he was actually like quarantining and he was like, I know that like we can't really like go on dates, but like we can still do this stuff. And he had stuff delivered from multiple restaurants what? with like to go drinks. No, he and, got like, you a buffet. Yeah, he got like a whole meal and like yeah. Also of things that I said that I liked. <laughs> this is my love language. Yeah. What were the things? Um, so he did like this really good ramen. Um Fuck yeah. yeah, it was really good. And then chips and guac because we met on Hinge and it said my love language is chips and guac. Got you a marg. Yeah. Yeah. You're a marg. You're a marg gal. Yeah. He knows I like margs. And so that's why he was like, they wouldn't let me just get booze. So I had to get sides. And Mm -hmm. he also got like chicken wings. And (laughs) it was kind of like a very strange assortment. Um, uh, That's cute as hell though. Was it like the pork not pork rolls but uh like oh, the sandwichy things the bow yeah oh so, bell buns yeah so oh, pork buns oh, yes, pork, pork buns. buns so good give me that oh my god it was oh a, give me so that good oh, buffet that's a generous man yeah it was i got options baby yeah what you want <laughs> <laughs> he knows i got an appetite that's like, cute oh yeah. shit 
I like a, that. Yeah, it was a very cute little That's my love surprise language. date date night. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, I know you can eat, girl. I'm like, yes, I can, sir. <laughs> yeah, I just love that. I was like, no, no, I'm fine. And he was like, no, you're not. Like, yeah, uh, you he, liar. He literally doubled his order. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Well, it's also like, when you go somewhere and you want to like pig out, I don't want to pig out alone. Oh, exactly. No, yeah. I mean, there's friends I call when I'm like, I'm trying to get nachos. Yeah. I know they're down. Right. And there, there's that friend you're like, they never want to get nachos, man. Yeah. <laughs> Salad it is. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> pretend I'm not hungry around them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I oh, also shit. think it's a sign of a good relationship and like a healthy relationship when you can comfortably eat in front of them. Because I have mm-hmm. had those situations where as a woman you don't you feel like you need to order the lightest thing on the menu yeah that's never fun no it's definitely not fun or i don't like being with people that i'm like they never eat yeah i'm sitting there like it's been five hours man yeah it's like are you not starving yeah Yeah. i was like what we just booze that's it yeah it's like jesus christ like get a bag of chips over here yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like come on dog oh yeah he's like full late night pizza like wings whole thing hell yeah it's yeah, I might uh, gain a few pant sizes this relationship. Eh, whatever, but dude. Everybody does. Yeah. It's, what else are you going to do? It's cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really like that's all. I was like, the gyms are finally reopened and I rejoined and I was like, well, now that indoor dining shut down, I'm like, that's going to be gone. Exactly. So I was like, never mind. Yeah. Christmas, get me some dumbbells. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. It's all of a monument. Yeah, it is. It is good. Shout out to Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So what do we got here from the book? We're going to get into what chapter are we doing? Um, we are looking at chapter 16, how to keep a sexual relationship from turning into an obsessive addiction. And this goes for any relationship. Well, this book is focused on like, what do you, wait, what do you mean by any well, relationship? Well, it's like when you hear sexual relationship, my brain goes hooking up. Yeah, but this is like, wait until you're like dating, dating for sex. Okay. That's so the premise the of this book. Sexual part. Or once sex happens, is that kind of what it's saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Um, and I, I think it can be applied to hookups, though, because, I mean, this is a pretty old school book, like we've talked about before, of like, if you're dating someone, you should wait until commitment for sex. So mm-hmm. for as where it's written, like, you're in a committed relationship and how not to get obsessive after you start sleeping together. Okay. But I think to modernize it, it really can be for hookups or someone that you feel like you have something building with. Okay. Um, All right. I like that. Because it's, I I think it's fascinating. And I like, personally, I've been in this situation before. Um, I mean, we all have. <laughs> yeah. And it's specifically when something starts to go bad. It says, have you ever become compulsive when a relationship starts to go awry? <laughs> yeah. Because it's not like when something is going well, uh-huh. you're not going to be like freaking out right Mm -hmm. like it's gonna be like everything is firing right in your brain yeah and people i know that have been in very long-term things even a friend of mine that ended up getting divorced recently opened up to me about when it was really bad their sex life actually cranked up and he was like it was kind of a like let's try anything to save this yeah and there's nothing better than makeup sex Right, but I was mm-hmm. kind of like, man, my impression from a lot of people was like the sex just dies. Like you're not having sex at all. So uh, it kind of feels like, I don't know, does it go one way or the other? I think most people would say, yeah. Either you're yeah. like, let's get these toys. Let's try this. Let's try that. Like trying to like reignite a fire. Yeah. It's almost like, does your girl listen to podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
<laughs> like if she does, she's gonna have ideas. Yeah. If she doesn't, she's gonna be like, I don't know, you're the man. Yeah. Come up with something. Well, I think if you're still at the point where you're like physically attracted to each other, it feels like okay, this is the only thing that we have left. True. You also know, that. like because when I've been at this point, people have like. I don't know what to say to you, but like, I still think you're a fucking smoke show and like that. Just take your clothes off. <laughs> you know, like just, <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Take your shirt off. <laughs> I still have no words. Get in here. <laughs> Let's just keep stripping it down until I find some. <laughs> Damn. That is true. That is true. So it says, how, how do you know if you are in an obsessive relationship? One sign of an addiction is the reverse side of the original chemical attraction that brought you together. It has become documented that when two people start to come apart, one or both partners actually suffers a physical chemical withdrawal, also known as lovesickness. Hmm. I think this is interesting because like sex is so biological mm-hmm. that like... There's so many studies out there that say that when a a woman becomes like really in love or like when she has sex, like there's certain things in her brain that fire off differently. Yeah. And I think that's what can also make kind of this crazy snap. It's also that chemical firings mm-hmm. in your brain. Yeah. Or it's like, if that's true for you or whatever with the partner you care about, then if you're not having sex, you're like having a, a drought of that whatever oxytocin yes but you're like get that back get that part back yeah the other part stuff will fall into place maybe yeah yeah i think that's what they're getting at with like the chemical withdrawal Mm. yeah i'd agree it's like if you don't even with hookup buddies it's like if you don't see them for a while the next time you see them you're like i need a minute yeah i need to warm up to you again yes because it's been it's been a while yeah exactly like you don't feel that same like Mm -hmm. chemical attraction to them and you're like damn it it's gone (laughs) yeah (laughs) or do you ever have that feeling of like i know there was also someone else in here yeah you know you're like you can also smell someone else on them and you're like it's just not the same you're like i know i'm not number one yeah (laughs) or they do like another move and you're like that's new who taught you that (laughs) that wasn't in the playbook yeah where'd you get that from yeah yeah (laughs) that is oh that's sadly true um, and then it says, have you ever obsessed over a man so much that you called his answering machine just to hear his voice or sneaked looks at his credit card bills to see what or more specifically whom he has been spending money on? I think that's a lot. I would say. First the, of all, who's getting paper bills anymore? Yeah, exactly. Save the trees. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Global warming. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Um, I would say a modern, more like rational version of this is just looking at their instagram stories or like going to their instagram page a lot instagram messages or personal messages for sure yeah just like going back through yeah or seeing like some girl that likes their photo you look at their page you're like oh you're liking her new photos what's going on here right like you get in that rabbit hole yeah i don't like these mutual likes right and then you craft a story in your head right yep that's like i think with the credit card bills old school looking at those I think a lot of people end up crafting stories in their heads of like, okay, spending money here on this and like, mm-hmm. you know, a dinner that costs this much. It could be worth, you know, f- two dinners, that yep. kind of stuff. Oh, well, 100%. Because humans are naturally storytellers. I don't mm-hmm. remember where I read that, but it was in one of these books. And it's like, your your first inclination is going to have a story to something because that's the way 
we learn from a very young age is how you learn new things and how you process information is through story. Yep. So you're just naturally going to tell one. Yeah. Or you know the pattern, you know the pattern of them pursuing you in some way, or you know the pattern of how you two started. Yeah. That you're like, when you start to feel like you see that pattern with someone else, you're like, I know what's going on here. Yeah. I'm not dumb. You're like, I went through it. Exactly. You think I wouldn't notice? Yeah. It's oh, like, that's boom. so true. It's the same for like how often someone posts. Yes. When you're like, you would never post when we were together. Now that we're not together, you're posting. And it's like, why? Trying to get an answer from somebody. Yeah. You're, sh- you're showing this for someone to see the way that we all do. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. Have you ever felt in a situation where like you knew that someone knew you were taken and then you started to see them do similar patterns around you again? And like, it's like, what are you trying to get at? yeah yeah i've noticed i use the word boyfriend in a couple of posts and then i noticed that people started to come back around and like really look closely at my stories and or like Mm -hmm. not like closely is a strange word but like look at every story again like guys that i've been with i'm like you're trying to get a peek of who this is fishing for clues yeah 100 Mm -hmm. percent. i've done it i've been the one that does it i've been the one that notices it we've all been both sides yeah exactly Mm -hmm. you can smell it baby oh yeah you can always smell it men especially can smell other men (laughs) men are dumb but they're not stupid is my i'd say same way that women anytime i felt like there was another woman around i was correct even when i didn't have hard evidence oh yeah for sure but i think women are just smarter on more terms than men true you know like that's really the only thing i'm like yeah men have got that one (laughs) they know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. (laughs) other social cues they're like fucking badgers (laughs) oh for sure uh, i've sprayed men's cologne on myself (laughs) what (laughs) to throw someone (laughs) off (laughs) yeah we gotta unpack that Wait, oh what? it fucking worked <laughs> it worked Who's cologne? Was i it was like brothers? i'm gonna show up to this date smelling like another man see how you like it they didn't say anything but i felt like it like you know did i could you, tell like, did you get another they were, like trying a little harder yeah okay whose cologne was it my brother's <laughs> <laughs> Does your brother know? He no, just gave a little know. spritz. No, his, and then I used to have a male roommate. I took his once. Oh, you've done this a few times. I did. I've done it twice. I've done it twice. Okay. Worked out. Third time, I literally was around another man before a second date. Wait. So you used this other twice man's I did, cologne? I literally spread cologne on myself. Okay. Another time, I was like hanging with a dude. Got it. Okay. And like got cuddled up to him. Right. You just got the natural sense. I I snuggled in there to get that scent on me (laughs) on purpose. And it worked. You're in there like, is this old spice? (laughs) Yeah. Like I was like, just whatever, just get your smell on me. You know, like if you take a shirt from somebody, it smells like them. Yeah. And kind of get that like rubbed off on you. Yeah, you just kinda like rub it all through your hair. (laughs) Yep. I'm like, play with my hair. Get your hands in there. That's that it worked. I mean, that's smart. Like I could tell they suddenly kind of were like yeah, am I not the only dude around this girl? And the answer's like, no, <laughs> you're not. That's so smart. <laughs> it's smart but psychotic at the same time. It's not. It's not something I'm like. I'm super proud of this. But yeah, I mean, it's a move. I was like, I was, I was trying to hinge on their instincts in some way. All right. All right. Well, trying to get a second date, just wear some 
men's cologne on the first okay um back to some of the obsessive behavior it says it questions whether or not it's actually love when you do this Mm. because a lot of the times when you're behaving this way you think that you're in love and so this challenges and says but is it actually love remember a feminine woman doesn't fall in love so when a woman falls in love what is she really falling into its obsession to be obsessed with an unavailable man is to be permanently safe from receiving an available man's love. It is the ghostly lover who keeps us mesmerized with the fantasy of perfection at the cost of reality. God damn it. <laughs> Some of this stuff just hits so hard. That was so a really hard. hard truth. Yeah. I felt that. I Yeah, I think that's, especially as I've been in more of a stable relationship, of really understanding that the things that I was in before were lust mm-hmm. and kind of these obsessions and just really, really wanting these unavailable people to like me and r- loving the idea of them. But also on the other front that it points out is you're comfortable being with that person because you know it's not the real thing. Yeah. And the real thing would freak you out. And you don't have to be vulnerable at all. Yeah, that was yeah. the part that hit home for me. If I was yeah. like, oh, there are for sure people like that. Yeah. That you were like, no, this is perfect for now. Yeah. This is perfect for college. This is perfect for me being 22. Yeah. Like, if a dude actually was like, no, I want to marry you, you'd be like, <laughs> time out. <laughs> yeah, see and you, you later. would run. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That I- was the part that hit hard with me. I was like, oh, I've met dudes that I was like, oh, oh, you're like a full man and have your life together and i don't so Mm -hmm. no thanks (laughs) well that's a a lot of this feeling with space jam of i remember talking to like you and a couple other friends and saying am it's just i don't know if i'm fully ready for someone like this who Mm -hmm. i could tell very early on like he wanted a relationship it was going to be a no bullshit kind of thing and after my entire dating life of just ridiculous games with people. But what I had to settle, it was like, am I going to just let someone so good pass me by because I don't feel like I'm ready. Also true. You know, like kind of at that balance of like, this is a really good person that I'm just gonna, I can't just let them go. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta, I gotta be ready and give it a try. Yep. But it's uncomfortable. Yeah, man. They're going to push you to emotional places you haven't been before. Yeah. Which, be honest, is scary. If you've never done it before, it's scary. Yeah, it's very scary. And I think it's scary because you have to learn so much about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like he really, he challenges me on a lot of things. And like, instead of just agreeing with me, because that's an easy thing to do, like we'll have really like deep conversations about things. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. There's a dude that really cares how you feel about anything. Yeah. Whether it's deep or not. I had um my best friend from home actually went through that with like she was started dating a guy that was older and she is very not confrontational, very like, Oh, whatever you want to do mm-hmm. person and she I remember her saying to me early on, like she was like, No, he'll be like, No, what do you want with XYZ? Mm-hmm. And she's like, He'll push me till I give him an answer. Mm-hmm. She's like, No one else has ever even brought it up. Yeah. Kind of thing. And isn't it so weird as women you're kind of trained just to be that like fun easy like go with the flow kind of person and then when you really like come up with someone real and they're like want your opinion like they want your take on something it's like you have to teach yourself how to have one in some ways 
Yeah, but it's also confidence of like give your opinion before knowing the other person's opinion. Yeah. Whether it's relationships, work, family, being Mm -hmm. like, no, what are your guns? What do you what are you sticking to? Yeah. And I think anyone real it's gonna take note of like the the time that you put out your opinion. Because you 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 see those people in so many Mm -hmm. things of like Oh, they just regurgitated what I said. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed it on dates. Yeah. Like, I went on someone that wasn't um, brought up the same religion as me. Mm-hmm. And it came up of, like, how would your family feel dating someone that grew up Catholic? Mm. First, I think his was, like, Hindu. Okay. And we both kind of agreed of, like, well, that's up to, like, me and my partner. Right. To decide how are we going to raise the kids. But we both mm-hmm. also agreed of, like, well, with our families... Yes, it would be easier to have someone that was the same just in terms of, like, the wedding. Yeah. And it would just automatically be assumed. Like, yeah. for me, Catholicism is, like, if I married someone else that was Catholic, it would automatically be assumed the kids would be Catholic, even if I never took them to church. Right. But there'd be something of, like, the wedding happening in a church, no one would ask questions. Yeah. Whereas me just having a wedding outside, not by a priest officiating, mm-hmm. people are going to have questions. Right. Like, suddenly they're poking in, like, well what about with kids and it's like first of all it's actually not your business right but you feel like you're entitled to it because you're at this wedding outside right. <laughs> you know what i mean like like because it's not you can't assume anything because we're not there's no denomination of this ceremony right you know yeah the invitation was to this event not to get like facts about my life <laughs> right but when i was young i was never on a date being like by the way how do you feel about god right like, like that yeah. shit wasn't coming up you exactly know? so yeah. What else does it yeah. say? Um, it says that to be self-centered is to be feminine and to be selfless is to be masculine. Each of us can take on either quality, but we risk addictive behavior when we opt for our second suit in nature. For example, feminine fema- feminine energy females who act masculine and go after what they want. So it's saying that women who mask their feminine energy and take on more of a a masculine energy are gonna be more apt to have this addictive behavior Mm. which i feel so hard yeah true of pursuing i feel that's so hard now because i had like really truly thought that i was like the masculine energy and i needed to go after that but i've had so many of these situations where i am just after a couple weeks in so anxious and i do kind of those crazy things and get on those instagram spirals and Mm -hmm. do all of those wild things and like thinking that i was just so infatuated with someone i don't know i'm trying to think of like have i ever initiated with someone and then they were equally as into me and that made me like switch or made me not like it or you know what i mean like did it make me turn off like i Mm -hmm. can't really remember but i but i agree of like if you're getting a bit of a high in a rush, as we all do of like, say someone's cute, you DM them on Instagram, they answer you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be, I DM to TikTok star. <laughs> <laughs> he was over 18, listen, right? Uh, listen, he's about my age. Okay. Here's the thing. Following him on TikTok, and then I followed him on Instagram. I knew he was based in LA. He moved to New York. Okay. He got a job writing for a late night show. Okay. I saw the set of the show in his Instagram story. Okay. And I just naturally thought of something to say. And yeah. I just was like, oh, shit, did you move to New York? Mm-hmm. And he answered me. Okay. But there's a rush in that. Yeah. There's a rush of like, this dude's verified, got a bunch of followers, he's probably not going to even see it. But he saw it. Yeah. He answered me. We chatted a little. I got his number. 
there's a rush in that yeah of like holy shit it worked yeah you know what i mean yeah like, there's already a rush of like let me put myself out there in some way like give my number to this guy on my way out give this nine you know whatever mm-hmm. it is but like shooting the shot there's a reward rush when it works mm-hmm. but then it's like with any relationship you're gonna get a rush from something so if the typical rush is you initiating and them like receiving or reacting or responding to you that's your rush and then when you lose it you lose the rush so then you're gonna be fishing extra hard yeah for something i can comment on something some thought i could have to text them like whatever Mm -hmm. it is so so i do agree too of like yeah the when the rush dies you're like shit yeah and i think when you put so much on like the the thought of like shooting the shot right like you pursuing this tiktok star and also like in your head they're like this little celebrity and like you're so just like about everything that they're doing and who they are Mm -hmm. and have you ever had those instances where you end up talking to that person and you realize like oh wow there's actually not a connection here like I thought there was but it's so hard to actually admit that you know because you don't want to be wrong Mm -hmm. of I thought this was such a great person I someone who I really really wanted to be with And then you have to be able to be a bit more self-reflective and say like, oh, this uh, isn't actually the person for me, which can be really hard to do. Right. You got to think of it as like, do I want to be with someone that doesn't really want to be with me? Yes. That's what I've like trained myself to do. Of like, you put it out there, you open the door, they didn't really receive it, move on. Exactly. Like, you really want to convince someone to like you? No, yeah, no, that should be the (laughs) easy part. When you put it in those terms, you're like, that's fucking lame. Right. Like, don't be that person. Right. But when you're, like, just shooting a shot and getting a response, it's exciting. It's fun. Yeah. And then what? That's, yeah, that's the big key. <laughs> like right? That's what I've been trying to get to this whole time. hmm <laughs> What has, have you ever had something that you've done that you've been, like, oh, that was, I was clearly, like, in an obsessive mode, like, a behavior, and when something, you felt like something was cracking, like this book says um definitely when i was in relationships or dating someone for a while and then i would notice like communication patterns would change or start Mm -hmm. to die Mm -hmm. and that's when i would feel like save this like there'd be something in me like hey try this try that like Mm. like the like relationships are work so you got to do some work right now yeah that's relationships Uh. are work that's the worst piece of advice i think but it is true they're gonna be working some way but when you're the only one doing the work that shit is dead exactly yeah it shouldn't be like unnatural work yeah which i've been in those situations where you're like oh you should do more you should do more and then all of a sudden it's Mm -hmm. like you look back and you're like oh my god i sent like a ton of texts (laughs) yeah like a ton of texts or then i was super self-conscious of like okay you're going to see them what are you wearing yeah what you know like you're like oh you like all of a sudden i'm in my head of like and the last couple times you saw them you were like dressed kind of casual like wear your sexy clothes next time like there's like shit that just spirals in your head Mm -hmm. and for me it would be like say it was someone that you talk to every day and then you suddenly felt like there was a day you didn't talk or Mm -hmm. you felt like i sent them a note they didn't respond for like hours mm-hmm. which you're like that's not typical of them right like you feel them pulling away mm-hmm. and in the sense of i've gotten the advice with early on and stuff almost having guys be like no nah, this dude's just sending you a snapchat but not talking to you like open it and don't answer it yeah like pull away and they'll feel it and they're either gonna come or they're gonna let it go yeah so but being on the other end of that you're like damn it 
Like, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing. And that is a good piece of advice because it, regardless romantic relationship or not, when you take a step back from something and then all of a sudden someone's like bombarding, I, like I've been on the other side of that and I'm kind of like, holy shit, mm-hmm. like calm down. And so, but I've definitely been that person who has just been like trying so frantically to, to fix or save something and not even realizing mm-hmm. just how much pressure it's putting that on that other person. And I think ultimately it's just so easy to end up being like, oh, I don't, I don't want this anymore. Like this is too much and mm-hmm. just toss in the towel. Yeah. Or like, listen, the good thing about the pandemic year is it's showing you who truly thinks about you yeah right Mm -hmm. how many friends did you really talk to how many friends did you really meet up with when you felt it was safe to meet up with people like and it's the same thing for relationships like where you try to make it different it's like no it's not like if there was a friend Mm -hmm. that i would text and not hear an answer from or like not hear from them at all then for two weeks it's like guess what that friend ain't thinking about me right like they didn't think about me at all for two weeks to say anything exactly because i've had um the thing of like someone texts you say you opened it started doing something else whatever or thought you responded you didn't the next time i text them though i see that message and i go oh holy sh- i'm so sorry yes i miss i missed this yeah but it's like then i look at the dates and it's like it's three days later that i message yeah. them like because you're on my mind you're my friend right like, you were someone i thought to talk to right so it's like kind of same thing with dating exactly like, it definitely is like um that was what Lindsay said on our episode, right? Oh, yeah. With Lindsay guy. Metzlar. Right. With following mm-hmm. up about the day. She was like, oh, basically, you didn't think about me at all this week. Right. Like, she kind of was like, that's telling. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's true. It is. Yeah, absolutely. I, because I think it's all about just people that you want in your life, whether it be yep. friend, romantic, family, anything. It's who do you really want in your life and who's going to be a positive relationship, especially now mm-hmm. when the world is on fire and you need these stable relationships. Yep. Or that's the same with exes going, let's be friends. And it's like, okay, what level of friends? Yeah. Real? Are we going to hang out? Yeah. Are you actually going to invite me to stuff? The answer mm-hmm. is no. Right. Like what, what to you is a friend? Yeah. And it's usually like, yeah, do you just mean if I run into you, we say hello and we're nice? Yeah. That's not a friend. That's an acquaintance. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But like reasonable. No one wants bad blood in the world. Right. You know? And especially if you think that you are going to see him if you're in the same friend group or whatever. Yeah. Small town. Whatever. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Even New York. You're going to see him. You are. <laughs> you absolutely you're are. run into them. <laughs> York is actually God. not as big of a city as people think. It's, it's a not millions of people in like a nine mile <laughs> jump. Yeah, it's made me up my mile radius in dating apps to yeah. be like, you know what? Actually, kind of prefer someone that doesn't live in the neighborhood. Yeah, because I don't have any worries about just walking around Sunday looking like trash. Yeah, going to get a coffee and I gotta run into you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's yet to happen, but I'm like, it's gonna happen one of these days. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, thank God for masks. There's been a few times where I'm like, do I know that guy? <laughs> like, oh I'm yeah. Like, Look down. <laughs> Sunglasses and yeah. masks. You're I'm fine. Like, that ain't me. Yeah. Um, is that all we have from the book? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything else for this app? Um, I did just want to address one thing. I had a, a lot of people reach out to me in the last week after my Instagram story. Um, so just thank you to everyone who had reached out. It was a story asking um, if people had gotten some 
just like character defamation stuff about me. Um, it is, I mean, you know, Erica, it's been quite the week. Um, oh, I know. So I'm, I'm really not ready to talk about it. And there's still a lot that I have to process on my own. Um, but there were some pretty serious allegations uh, made against me that I'd committed assault. Um, and I never thought that I would publicly have to say that I've never committed assault. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't support domestic violence. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it just really just blows my mind. I mean. First, yeah, I mean, I would never think I would have to say that either. I don't think anybody does. Yeah, so. I mean. Also, I'm 5'4", 135 pounds, and severely anemic. <laughs> like, that is just, that's not my lane. Yeah, who you assaulted, Molly? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's been quite the week. Um, it, did I tell you it got so wild that people were blocking me on Instagram and then follow, like, watching my stories from their dog accounts? Oh, my God. That's just so funny. I was like... God. Listen, like a real finst is like no photo, yeah, no link to you. That's the thing. I'm no put a little work in to be a finster, okay? I'm no Nancy Drew, okay? <laughs> but if you have a dog account with your name in the profile, mm. I'm gonna connect that dot. Yeah, you know, I I'm, know. I'm gonna get that one, buddy. I've stalked people from the shooter's account. Yeah, that's and I not- was like. If you notice Shooter's got a shoot is looking at your story, you know it's either me or Molly. Like I'm like like I'm later like that was dumb. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I was like, I gotta block someone from this like I block them from my own account, but I'm looking from shooters like it's me. Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Like your photo is in the thing. Yeah, you know it's me. I'm right here, baby. You know? Yeah. So Yeah, I'm I'm looking from Sonny Spira's Instagram. I'm looking from Progressive Dental. Like, yeah, that's me. That's, do you think Sonny really knows who you are? Or someone at his office? Hello. Yeah, you got to get a fake account, yeah. man. I have too many logged into my Instagram. I don't have room for a fake one. I manage ones for my life, you know? But it's just like, like I would do that and I'd be like, you idiot. Like, yeah. I've, do- I've done it. Yeah. We've all slept up. Well, it causes a lot of anxiety for the other end, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I've been there. Yeah. So, um, just, yeah, again, thank you to everyone who did reach out. It it really meant a lot. Um, and just as far as, you know, the, the full story, I'm really not ready to do that right now. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> shout out to if you guys share, if anyone shared any information. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very helpful. Yeah. So um anyway guys uh hope you guys have a great holiday week next week i think you know if you're traveling home or not traveling home uh we will have an episode for you next week Mm -hmm. to accompany you on your travels Mm -hmm. and um again if you want to join the patreon support the pod we're almost at an extra episode every week it's patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot and you can follow us on instagram at shooters gotta shoot pod if you want to see me creeping accounts <laughs> and my personal one, I'm at Sparica with two A's. And I'm at the Guaca underscore Molly. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.